home of Super Bowl 58 between the 49ers and the Chiefs. This is KPIX CBS News Bay Area. Good evening, I'm Devin Feely. These are tonight's primetime headlines. San Jose police arrested four burglary suspects during a home invasion last week. They believe that this group is connected to a string of burglaries that have taken place all across the Bay Area. Police say the suspects stole jewelry, high-end watches, purses, and firearms. Now, after searching the suspect's home, police say they found more than $100,000 in cash and stolen property and a cache of weapons. The United States is poised to respond to a drone attack that killed three U.S. service members in Jordan. The Biden administration says it's been trying to calibrate its response to prevent a wider conflict in the Middle East. Complicating that situation, Houthi rebels in Yemen are continuing their attacks in the shipping lanes off the coast. And taking a live look outside in San Francisco, let's go ahead and get a check of our first alert forecast with Chief Meteorologist Paul Hagan. Devin, weird weather for the first day of February. Had showers, that's not unusual. Thunderstorms, that's a little odder. But a tornado touching down in Sonoma County, that is not something we associate with the Bay Area's weather. Let's take a look at specific location of where that happened. And we popped up the communities here along the Petaluma River Valley. And Turok is to the northwest of Petaluma. So you go to the higher elevations to the west of Petaluma, to the southwest of Roner Park. And that is where that tornado briefly touched down earlier today. And you can actually see it on the radar scan from that time, 11 o'clock this morning. Now, on the map behind me, you might say, I don't really see a whole lot of anything, but this is the velocity scan of the radar. This is the thunder shower that was moving through Sonoma County at the time. We put a couple of arrows on the map for clarity to indicate what we're looking at. The velocity scan, it's Doppler radar. It can tell which way the raindrops are moving. Red indicates away from the radar, green towards the radar site, which is in Davis for this particular location, and that is that circulation of the brief tornado touchdown that occurred. Now this evening we still have scattered showers and thunder showers, adding a little bit more rain on top of what has already accumulated. Anywhere from just under an inch for Fremont to almost three inches of rain with this series of waves of rainfall for Santa Rosa, over two and a half inches of rain for downtown San Francisco. Another way of heavier rain is possible as we head into the weekend. Details on that coming up in just a few minutes. All right, thank you, Paul. And this was one of the big worries with the wind. A tree fell and took out power lines near the border of Mountain View in Los Altos. Crews have been working to clear it away for hours. And as Lorena Yub shows us, it was just one of a few trees to come down in the storm, but it's likely not going to be the last. More wind, more rain, and more trees falling down. We're here at Kizar Stadium, where some trees went down, causing damage to the fences here at Kizar Stadium. It's a scene that has become all too common. Trees coming down in San Francisco and throughout the Bay. This morning at the Kizar Stadium, the former home of the 49ers, a eucalyptus tree split in half, knocking down two native Monterey cypress trees, which then damaged the main entrance gate of the stadium. Local runner Cam Ashbo heard the sounds. I mean, it was um, not that unexpected. Trees have come down here before when there's been a lot of rain and wind. The tree also hit a lamp, so they've temporarily cut the power on site until repairs are complete. Reckon Park says it's due to the tree's limb failure, with the rain and wind as a factor. Cam, who's a big fan of the surrounding trees, still remains cautious around them. I generally try and spend as little time under large trees as I can. Another tree took a fall today at the border of Los Altos and Mountain View. That one affecting local residents who've had their power cut as officials repair damages. One local neighbor is relieved for his safety. I'm glad I wasn't standing there when it fell. 
<laughs> but it, it's enormous. The tree is huge. And as large as it is, miraculously, no injuries reported. Whenever you get saturation, there's always a higher risk. And of course, when you got winds coming in, they can knock down those trees. And as for Kizar Stadium, no injuries reported. Just another goodbye to a few long-standing neighbors. These trees are really majestic, and this place is beautiful because of them. So it's kind of sad when they come down to an unavoidable cycle of life. And officials are encouraging residents to try to stay away from trees during wet and windy conditions. There was some surprisingly heavy rain that moved through parts of the Bay Area today, and flooding has also been a big issue, right, Jules? Devon, high waters from the Russian River washed over Highway 175 in Hopland in Mendocino County. The area is prone to flooding. The river surged above flood stage overnight but quickly receded, falling below its banks this morning. But it still left a lot of damage. A nearby winery was impacted, and you can see some grapevines drenched in floodwaters. And in Sonoma County, crews trudged through this flooded road to rescue a driver who was trapped in a car. This was in the community of Windsor. And we will be tracking the remnants of this storm and the next atmospheric river coming. You can find First Alert updates anytime at KPIX.com or watch us streaming on the free CBS News app. We are your home for Super Bowl 58, and the countdown continues just 10 days until the Niners hit football's biggest stage. They're locked in, getting ready to face off with the Chief, and the Niners hit the field this afternoon for one of a few practices here at home before they head as a team to Las Vegas. Nick Bosa is one of eight players on the roster from the last time that San Francisco played Kansas City in the Super Bowl in 2020. So they've been waiting for the rematch, but they're doing their best to pace themselves in the days leading up to the big game. It's definitely going to bring some emotion that I'm trying to hold back until we get get close. Uh, we still have a lot of time, so you don't want to burn out, but um, it's going to be an intense day. We have an update tonight on a hazmat release in the East Bay from a few years ago that had a whole neighborhood asking some questions about their health as well as the refinery's response. And. Yeah, Devin, an investigation has found several failures at the Martinez refinery that led to a neighborhood showered with coke dust that happened on Thanksgiving Day of 2022. But workers didn't even realize it until the next day when they started getting calls from neighbors who noticed dust on their lawns, homes and cars. It was spent catalyst containing heavy metals. Workers at the facility didn't notice because the wind was blowing it away from their building. The report in part blames worker fatigue. The Contra Costa Health Department released these preliminary findings from an independent investigator who presented them for feedback over Zoom. I just don't understand why that whole plant would not be absolutely full of sensors with the appropriate interlocks. And so that just gets to this fundamental idea that, you know, why is this plant, why is this plant so reliant on humans? The report also said the plant ignored warnings by one of its own engineers about potential hazards, and this was not a one-off. The refinery had 21 documented hazmat releases or spills in 2023. It's also reported flaring at a rate of nearly once per week. A final report on this is set to be released at the end of this month. Then there will be a 45-day public comment period before the health department determines what's next. These are your primetime headlines at the half hour. 
Senate negotiators are on the brink of unveiling the bill that would overhaul the U.S. asylum system while sending billions in aid to Israel and Ukraine. Majority Leader Chuck Schumer wants to bring it up for a test vote next week. It's not clear if it has the votes to clear the Senate. Former President Trump has urged Republicans not to vote for it. President Biden has ordered sanctions and visa bans against four Israeli settlers accused of attacking Palestinians and Israeli peace activists in the West Bank. The penalties aim to block the four from using the U.S. financial system and bar American citizens from dealing with them. The State Department says that more sanctions against more people could follow. An incredible video out of Long Beach where four cars were left submerged in a flooded underpass today. You can see just barely the tops of the cars there. Thankfully, everyone inside was able to get out okay, but there's still a lot more rain on the way to Southern California. And taking a live look outside, it's San Jose looking good tonight. Let's go ahead and get a check of our first alert forecast with Chief Meteorologist Paul Hagan. A lot of clouds still hanging out over the Bay Area with some scattered showers, but not the widespread heavy rain that we were tracking for so long last night. The showers moving west to east, some locally heavy downpours, but they're not going to last too long in any particular spot. Just adding up a little bit more rain on top of what has already accumulated. Storm totals, let's take a look at the amounts that have added up since the rain first began early yesterday. About an inch and a third, just over an inch and a quarter for San Jose almost two inches of rain for Los Gatos. Amounts inland in the East Bay, a little bit lower, which was expected, about two-thirds of an inch for Livermore. Bayside in Fremont, only just under one inch of total rainfall, but just over an inch for Redwood City, about an inch and a third for Half Moon Day. And we get some higher amounts as we head farther to the north. Really hit the jackpot for downtown San Francisco. Over 2.7 inches of rain over the last 36 hours or so. And widespread amounts in the North Bay in the 2 to 3 inch range. Approaching that 3 inches even of rainfall around Santa Rosa. Just a few hundredths of an inch short of that. And there's still often on shower activity. It's going to continue tonight and tomorrow. And into the weekend, the forecast gets a little bit more complicated. Which is going to have some implications for the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Which is going to have to deal with showers like today, tomorrow and Saturday, but then widespread heavier rain and gusty winds in the forecast on Sunday. We're all going to have to deal with that.